thanks so much for downloading the Nightcap podcast. We appreciate the support and we'd love to know that you are enjoying the pod. And now you can become a proud member of the Nightcap podcast tribe. Along with our weekly catch-ups and up-and-coming series with more amazing guests, we've created some bespoke Nightcap podcast clothing, which you can get online now. We've teamed up with our friends at T-Mill to create t-shirts and hoodies in various sizes, colours and fits for both men and women. Yeah, we chose T-Mill for several reasons. They make these clothes with 100% natural materials using organic materials that are better for the environment. They use the sun and wind to power the production of these products, plus they will send you your order in packaging made from plants, not plastics. And the best thing is they look great and they feel great. You can just tell their quality so there's no knockoff merch here. Yeah, it's as simple as this. Go to thenightcap.tmill.com. That's thenightcap.tmill.com to order your Nightcap podcast merch now. Hello and welcome to The Nightcap. Myself, Paul, upstairs at Salt, Wednesday afternoon, having a coffee. How's it going, mate? You all right, mate? Yeah. Buzzing about Coventry with your Coventry mug. Oh, mate. Honestly, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, it's... um, I mean, you were in League Two, what, a couple of years ago, and Coventry City could be back in the Premier League next year. Well, could thinking, be. Thinking of, yeah, I mean, I don't think we will, but if. if we get in a playoff, just a playoff run is just amazing for the city and for the yeah. club and just selfishly. But I was thinking the other day how 2018 was when we got promoted from the, you know, the fucking dregs from this yeah. second division, the fourth flight. Was that we had a dinner party around your house. Yeah, I remember, um, yeah. And I went to play a final the next day. With Simon and, Holston, wasn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Simon Holston, <laughs> Harry Guy and Leo, who used to be at Simpsons. All shit, Cov Chef fans were all over the light, spread over the UK. Yeah. yeah it, was a, it was a great day. But that, that was amazing. And I never thought we'd be in this position, position to be close. I know. It's but great. our manager, like, you know, not to go too much into football, but our manager... <laughs> oh, this fucking, is a football podcast. Yeah. <laughs> fucking two promotions in... And this one that's nearly there in five years with no money, right. fucking no ground for two years. Right. That's some going. He's got to be our best manager it's ever. What f- football's... Yeah. 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 There's a case for that. That's what football's all about, those sorts of stories. And exactly. How quickly things can change. That's like a tale as old as time, isn't it, that saying? But yeah. it's so true. How yeah. quickly things could, you know, just... Turn around, and, and I'd probably so, speak differently next year. Yeah. But if we got promoted, I don't care if we get dicked on every week. Just yeah. to just to have that day, getting promoted in the playoffs is better than winning automatically. Oh, it's definitely. like winning a cup, and you have that day out. hundred percent. It must be the worst thing to finish second. Yeah. You get automatic promotion, no trophy for finishing first, and no playoff. You can finish sixth, and then you win and a trophy. You're and... probably the team that everyone's like, are they in the Premier League next year? <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember. Are you sure? <laughs> it's, yeah, exactly that. Anyway, back to, I guess, back to food. foodie things. Yeah. Uh, lots to cover today. We've got lots of correspondence. Thanks for all your messages. At the nightcap underscore pod. If you ask, uh, want to ask us any questions, those sorts of things. We've got Paul's top five cereals. I'm excited for that. We're going to start with, actually, Simon Wood, obviously famous UK chef, mm-hmm. uh, sent us a, a message, and we thought we'd start with this today. It was re- fascinating how this kicked off a bit online, but he basically tweeted saying, why do people expect restaurants to just give food away? And I mean at any point, never mind in the current economic climate. If you order something that is or isn't on the menu as is the case here, it's chargeable. I don't think that's unreasonable. And then he screen grabbed someone who, I guess on their Insta story or something, had ordered a cheese board, 
Yeah. And they said, when you ask for butter with your cheese and crackers and get charged £2.50 for it, looks pretty, but come on, should be on the board without asking. (laughs) Now, quite a lot to unpick here. Firstly, the whole asking for things that are not on the menu and is it chargeable. Is that a universal black and white rule of if you ever ask for anything that is or isn't on a menu that you should just be charged for it? That, that's, I think my main point in this, and like I went through his thread and he's got so much info mm. on there from people giving him shit. The main point is there is no black and white, white rule. Mm-hmm. Everyone comes at it from their own perspective, their yeah. own opinion. Or a bit like service charge? Or not? No, I think this is different because you're yeah. getting something for it. I think that's yeah, yeah, a bit yeah. that can be a bit more contentious. But sure. this, it's like it's as simple as it's his fucking restaurant. <laughs> yeah. He can do what he wants. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There should be no everyone gives this for free yeah. or everyone does that. Every restaurant is so different. Uh-huh. And yeah, on the surface, again, you've got to explain the context of it. I think it's, that's why it's different. If it was just you're just in an average place, you just want a little knob of butter, yeah. then it would be weird if you paid extra i mean for starters as a non-cheesy i still think it's weird if you have butter on it well that was going to be my second sort of question was i don't think i'd ever order a butter to go in my well, cheese i messaged board, simon and i said it's like yeah i get it even though i'm not cheesy here it's like having chips on your mash yeah isn't it <laughs> yeah, you've exactly, got yeah. like a, variant, a weaker a dairy yeah. diluting your your rich dairy like why do you need butter yeah. on your your cheese board? could i have cereal with whole milk topped off with semi-skim milk <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Um, and the better places don't do it. And real cheese fans don't do it. Oh, it real che- tends to be the shitter places that do. Real cheese fans be up in arms about that. Because yeah. that's like a purist thing. It's like, this the cheese. The cracker is the accompaniment. Thin, crunchy cracker. Nothing, you know, not even bread. They do taste want, the cheese. And then, you know, real purists, you know, chutney, no messing oh, about. Oh, no chutney. Just no. Fucking, <laughs> you know, and anywhere I've ever worked, even being a non-cheese lover. I would never have put butter with it. It's just weird. But anyway, so if you're in somewhere a bit, you know, average or whatever, and you just, it's an average cheese board or something, you ask for a bit of butter, then it would be a surprise. But again, to put it in its context, if you look, and this is what these people don't do on Twitter, they just see it, they get angry and they shout, and they're never going to go to his restaurant. They still want to tell him what to do. (laughs) Um, You know, it's 25 quid. You get five cheeses and five glasses of wine. Like, what a fucking offer that is. Five glasses of wine with Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah, I mean, that... I don't know how he's making that work. No, it's incredible. He did a little video on it and there's some nice wines in there. And I was like, fuck. That's that's a great deal. And then the butter... Can you imagine imagine that comes out? Five wines, five cheeses. Mm, (laughs) I think I need some butter because there's not quite... This isn't working for me. Yeah. And breads and crackers as well. That's a great deal. And he didn't just send a knob of butter. He sent really good quality butter. Well, this is the, it, it looks good quality, but he's, he hasn't half-tarted this up a bit. I know, yeah. <laughs> even cha- like for me who loves food and in that world, it even challenges me to go, it's butter. Does, do we need nasturtion leaves on it? <laughs> it does. Like, and I know, you know, I'd say that with Simon. It's just like one of those things, like yeah. butter in my mind. I'm just like, I don't need flowers on it. Yeah. But it looks, it looks beautiful. Yeah, it looks if it beautiful. came out, you'd be like, bloody hell. I mean, I wouldn't. It's just not our way. It looks looks pretty I, just, I wouldn't just just personally nothing yeah, against yeah. what he's done but yeah some people did comment on that saying well butter shouldn't come with flowers <laughs> <laughs> which is funny in itself um, but it's good quality butter like we pay for this it's not just a knob of butter mm-hmm. like butter that you buy in the um, in the shops right you're talking for what is it a block 
one two pound yeah so then you're talking so a kilo is about eight quid i yeah. pay three times that for our restaurant but really? at least wow because well, it's, it's just it bloody good quality yeah um ampersand okay. uh, grant yeah. so it's it's fuck it's you know you've got to give a good amount as well so yeah. 250 is not a lot of money because he's you divide that by four that's his cost price roughly yeah so that so he has to charge that i've got you know i'm totally for him doing that mm-hmm. because ultimately because it's his business and they've oh, asked yeah. for something extra that's not with it that's just the way it is and he spent a massive meal what's 250 yeah what's 250 i think that's a massive point like i know this person whoever they all would say what's well, the principle of it but i guess my next question is what was the and i don't know whether this was sort of like talked about in the in the thread but what is the so they go excuse me can i have some butter to go with this and they go no problem and then they just bring it out or do they say that will be an extra or what i don't know really and is there an etiquette what it is is there an etiquette around that because if they go oh yeah that will be chargeable or don't worry then yeah it is chargeable how much because in my mind, if that, I don't know, if that comes out, it looks like really good quality butter and it's covered in these lovely flowers. I might be thinking, God, that could be like seven or eight quid. Yeah. Uh, but two pound fifty, I mean, oh, bargain. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but that's a yeah. It'd be interesting a... to know what they do because I mean, just trying to think in the past. Well, if, what would you do here? If well, we happened? would if I'm trying to think. We used to have similar situations. It didn't really happen much yeah. anymore. I remember it used to happen a lot in the early days. Um, so weird. We had some customers here um, that come, and I didn't want them here. I didn't like them. They were the type of customer. We'd only been open a few months. They kept, well, sorry, before we opened, they kept coming in mm-hmm. um, and telling us how they used to eat next door because it used to be a nice little ro- local yeah, restaurant yeah. next door. Yeah. This is what we like. This is what we like to do. And I was, you know, I was like, well, this is us. This is what we're going to do. So, oh, no, no, we don't We don't like that. We need our potato and our veg and stuff. Like, That's fine. And yeah, said, sure, Wayne yeah. does a great job of that next door. But if you come in here, we can do something different. So, yeah. like, mm, hmm. I still see them about town. I just don't, don't like their sour old faces. <laughs> um, and anyway, they came in on a Saturday night and they, they wanted to make it their restaurant. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's not fucking yours. You're not paying the bills. Yeah, exactly um, that, yeah. And they were just being really awkward and they wanted sides. And we didn't have sides, but I, was like, I think we had some celeriac at the time and it was a la carte that they'd had. Mm. And I was like, look, I can do them a bowl of, you know, some of this beautifully roasted celeriac. And then I had some sprouting broccoli. I'll do them a bowl of that. And like, no, I told the manager again, come back. No, they want potatoes, want this. So I was tell them oh no. God. Blah, blah, blah. But I said, look, I won't charge a premium for these size. Mm. You know, I charge them about eight quid each. Because... Yeah. Just to make a point. Yes, yeah. And yeah. they kicked off about it, saying that they should be included. Oh, just please, so, no, please don't come I'm, here again. <laughs> I'm doing this. Do you know what my hourly rate is? Yeah, and yeah. then there was an old story years ago. Um, it was really controversial. Um, it was when Marco had three stars and he was in his restaurant and somebody ordered chips. He didn't want to do it, obviously. So and chips weren't on the menu. Free Mission star food, chips weren't on the menu. And then he said he'd do it. And he charged them for this, something like, I'd have to look it up exactly, but something like £100 for this portion of chips. And people went mental. He said, well, I didn't want to take my team offline. I've cut your chips. I've blanched them. I've cooked yeah. them. Mm-hmm. This is my hourly rate, so I've divided it down. I've made the chips for you. And it was really controversial, massive news. And whilst it's silly and you wouldn't do that, it was a great point that he made. You know, you want me to do that for you, you're going to fucking pay. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. I'm with you. It's like, we've talked about it before, but 
the amount of choice out there it's a, it's it's closer to an art gallery you know it's beauty's in the eye of the beholder it's as much as you want to charge for it it's your product just go somewhere else there is so if you were the only restaurant in town and people were starving on the street maybe you'd have a point of like mm. please like make it affordable for us and do things that we all want yeah but when there's a million choices yeah like, what? you don't get to you have it your dictate. way yeah it's mental like come in we want to wow you but our way, yeah, we're yeah. not bending. But I've said, I've said on this podcast, and I've told you many times. Well, I didn't open a restaurant because Stratford needed one. No, no, that's I exactly, did it because yeah, I wanted yeah. to. So I'm not going to do is, what everybody wants. I'll do what funny, I want. Isn't it funny how when just because people are paying what in their minds, and it is quite a lot of money, I guess, to, to some people, a lot of people. Mm. They feel like they own it or they've got a stake in it somehow. Yeah. Or like again, it's that customer, I'm the customer, you will serve me. It's like that old horrible. sort of village pub uh, attitude yeah. of they might only drink there once every Sunday and have a sherry, but <laughs> they own that pub and don't you dare change. Yeah. This I've lived pub. here for forty years. We keep yeah. you going. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't. Like you, we had in Kenilworth. I was speaking to someone about it the other day. Um there's there's a pub slightly out of town. And these guys come in, freshened it up, made it look lovely and started doing some new food, nothing crazy. And all over the Facebook groups, just got caned, like how dare they change our pub? And I got stuck into them because <laughs> from a business perspective, it's like these people invested a lot of money, took the risk and like, well, the pub should be doing this. Well, put your money in then. Yeah. You do it. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you want it yeah. to run how you want, 100%. otherwise just shut your mouth. Yeah. Like they were doing something nice and then they went bust in the end because of that mentality of, you know, this is our place. So ridiculous. I, I'm a firm believer it's like people with other shit going on in their lives and they're just positioning their, yeah. their anger there. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, they are. There's going to be other shit going on. They don't know how to deal with that or how to communicate with their partners yeah. or family. Oh, or so let's, I know, the local pub, I can fucking get it out of here. That's why yeah. we all chant so loud at football matches because we just, let's, <laughs> let's go and put all of this over there somewhere else and exactly. vent. And I think that's when people get so stuck into village meetings and mm. into Twitter rants like this. And yes, yeah. it's, it's sort of sad in a way. But it I is, mean, yeah. Interesting. I mean, for Simon, again, the skeptic and the media man in me is thinking, great publicity, this. Yeah. This is great. It is. And I think, you know... He- and how many people as a joke will go, Simon, can I get a bit of butter? <laughs> like, even with like desserts and stuff. Like, yeah, you would. I would. If we ever go there to eat, I'm going to start, I'm going to do that, yeah. <laughs> can I butter with every course, please? But I think he held himself well in the comments. And, you know, he, he obviously it was Sunday and he was like getting back at a lot oh. of people. And fair play to him. I think he... You know, he very politely but firmly held his stance, yeah. even though there were a lot of trolls. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, faceless trolls, no, you know, just having a go <laughs> they've, at him. They've always got three followers and the picture is an egg. Yeah. <laughs> that is always yeah. troll sort of like. But again, it comes back to who are you just telling? Um, yeah. You, actually, I was going to ask this on another pod. I can't remember why I didn't, but um, the whole trolls thing. Do you reckon there's any like chefs with burner accounts? Oh. Uh-huh. stuck in. To know, so maybe. In the sports world, there's been famous instances of people being uncovered of like some sports star that's got a second account yeah. that, that they dish shit out in or they... Yeah. Do you reckon that could be the case in the chef Maybe, world? maybe. It might be the odd one out there, like yeah. a chef that just lays in. I, th- I think I have seen some in the past. Yeah. I, 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 off it's my head now, to... I don't know who, but yeah, I think there's been some. I wouldn't know who there were. Mm. Yeah. It's going to be also, it's weirder now because on Twitter with all the blue ticks gone, 
Oh yeah, yeah. I know you don't go on it anymore, really, do you? But no, no. I'm, if I I go on to check my messages yeah. and stuff, or have a look at something specific, but I have to go through the website. I don't have the app. Um, but yeah, someone messaged me abusing me the other day, so, like in that football chanty. Where's your blue tick gone? <laughs> so I was like, God, has it? <laughs> and uh, I was. And then they were saying, Oh, you just got it on TikTok now, so I ain't got it anywhere. But. Yeah, I, yeah think I would. I could not bring myself to, to pay, pay for a blue <laughs> tick. You know, I know. I, I would get it for a celebrity in a way because they get so many false accounts, and it's like this well, is me. It. It's like I was looking at some cricket stuff this morning. Like Joffre Archer was talking about some article that he wasn't happy with and stuff. But I was like, is it Joffre Archer? Yeah, I don't know. Like the, the the sort of validity. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's. I don't know. I was just a bit like, oh, I have fucking no idea now. Yeah, especially for journalists, because like journalists that have lots of followers because they're, what they're talking about mm. is um, important and they've got inside tracks so they can deliver yeah. the knowledge. The fact they were verified added that valid, added it that. Does, yeah, so yeah. now it's yeah. like, well, who the fuck is this person? Yeah, you're right. Like, you're right. And yeah. what they're saying, like, it's just bollocks. Like, I just yeah. no idea. Yeah. I think I think from that sort of standpoint, it's quite important, it's, yeah, yeah. especially on a toxic cesspit like Twitter. Oh, Jesus, honestly. Yeah. Dreadful. Dreadful. Anyway, well done, Simon. Keep up the good battery work. I love that. More correspondence. We have Andy, who says, uh, just caught up with last week's pod, and this is in relation to your top five crisps. Oh, okay. We've had a lot of feedback, and I have from yeah. this as well, yeah. <laughs> Saying, Monster Munch, Skips, Watsits. They are all corn snacks, not crisps. Oh, I've got you on a technicality. <laughs> is that, oh, fucking hell. I mean, but crisps aren't, um, crisps don't mean potato, no, it means it crisps. It's, it's crunchy, it's crispy. And crispy. Yeah, yeah. like you get Pringle. Ca- carrot crisps and like a parsnip crisp yeah. on a dish or something. Yeah, you're right. So the only the only way you could really um, sort of um, section it down is like if you said whole food. So Pringles wouldn't yeah. be classed as a crisp because they're reformed. Yeah, got like the rest of fresh sliced. But yeah, I mean they they come in a bag and they're a snack you have with a sandwich as a crisp in it. It's fucking really. Good. I was just looking. I was getting geeky there. I was like, "Check what, the, what does a dictionary say?" A dictionary says that in, in a noun sense, it's a potato chip. Oh, okay. But ah, oh, nah. Yeah. We've moved on since then. Since the dictionary was invented, <laughs> there's way more, way more to it. Uh, what else we got? We've got another message from. Paul, Paul Millwood, who says, Hi, I should have asked this last week and listening to the pod has reminded me, can Paul share the tour he did in Rome or the name of them or something? Because I'm going there. Uh, Changed our Italy holiday to go there for a few days, so hoping to eat as much as possible. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, I found it through. When I went to Blonnier, I booked Airbnb and it was just under one of these, do you want to do this food tour? Yeah. I booked that via that, so Uh I didn't do any research. But Rome, I did a lot of research because there was nothing on the Airbnb. Um, the company was called Eating Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, it was about a hundred euro ish for a yep. Saturday night, which I thought was really good value for the amount of food. We you got went to a lot of places, didn't you? loads of places. Mm-hmm. Very knowledgeable, really nice guys that took us around. And it was you know, Saturday night, obviously quite quite a peak night. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that was. Uh, I'd I'd recommend them definitely. There's Great. loads out there. Yeah, but you have got to find one that is if it's food wise. That was so much more food driven with a bit of history and food history. Mm-hmm. Some are yeah, much more different. You get just food along the way that could be yeah, anywhere sure. that's cheap. This yeah, yeah. was very focused on the right kind of places for the food. But yeah, yeah. eating Europe, they're called. Nice. Yeah. I suppose, uh, like you said, I think on a previous part, a good indication is if you have, do a bit of research on some of the like 
main uh, notoriously good restaurants in the area. And then if those names crop up on some tours, yeah. you know that they're probably aiming in the right direction. Exactly. Because the good tours, they won't just... You know, obviously, they have a, they take, say, 100 euro from me and they'll give yeah. certain amounts of money to the other places. You know, Some of them are done just purely on how cheap it can be. Yes. Yeah. Being a specific food tour, they're taking to decent places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Excellent. Uh, we've got one from Dave who says, I do have a question. I do a lot of shooting and have grey lag and pink foot geese, pigeon and wild duck through the season. What would your best suggestions for cooking pigeon and wild goose be? Mm. Many thanks. Following, <clears throat> Been following from series one and love the pod. Keep going. That's what, Dave? If you buy my book, How to Cook Meat Properly, there yeah. are some recipes <laughs> in there. Great, I'm moving on. <laughs> um, wood pigeon... Great, great um, uh, bird. It different certain times of the year. For anyone who doesn't know, I prefer to have it in summer. It tends to be a bit plumper, mm-hmm. um, and it's not shot as readily in the game season because there's so much better game about. Yeah. Um, ah, right. The best way for me is to take the legs off and roast it on the crown. Render it all, loads of garlic, thyme, rosemary, all those kind of aromats, or pine mm-hmm. in the pan. Sit it up, and then you know, you're talking. But after a good sear, about four to five minutes wow, in the is that oven. It? Yeah, because they're so small, needs. aren't they? Yeah, they're very mm. small. And then let them rest you know, in a hot oven, sort of 170, 180, about four or five minutes ish. Let it rest and then obviously serve it pink because it's so lean. Mm. Um, the legs, pigeon legs, I don't tend to do a lot with. They're great for sauce. Um, yeah. You can braise them down. There's not much on them and it's yeah, a, bit, a bit wiry. Yeah, yeah. Like squab pigeon legs are beautiful because mm. they're farm pigeon. They're more more delicate. Um, you, can, you can do stuff with them, but it's a lot of faff. Yeah, sure. But for me, not better just, you know, you can braise them down, pick the meat off and do do something with that. You just don't get a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd just never really, I'd never roast it whole because the legs go to waste a bit then. Yeah, because they just on dry the out. It's more accurate. The, yeah, yeah. Um, Geese. I haven't caught geese goose I've in never ages, to be honest. I've never, I don't even know. What does it taste like? It's, it's very comparable to duck. And again, to <clears> but your right. farmed is like similar to farm duck. Yeah. And um, your, your wild, I've never had, to be honest. I've never had wild geese. No. Uh, but I would imagine it's like, you know, wild duck-esque. Mm-hmm. Um, your geese is similar to duck in the terms it's got quite a large cavity and the breasts are thinner. Whereas, yeah. you know, like chickens are plump. Yeah. Thinner with a lot of fat. Right. So it doesn't take as much cooking, roasting on the bone. Interesting. Um, but yeah, beautiful meat. And if you've got wild ducks like mallards, mallards, really, really good. The one thing you've got to do is sear it really well because the skin takes a good bit of cooking, good bit of rendering. It takes a while to crisp it up. Yeah. So I would, um, there's a good technique I've done here, actually. You kind of, you could do it with normal duck as well. Steam it very lightly in the oven. I really, before um, you've pan... Yeah, before you've done anything, yeah. get it really nice and dry. You're only steaming it just for again, not a few minutes essentially, and then get it dry. Let it sit in your fridge for a day, so you're drying out that yeah. skin, and then really hard roast it. Wow. You can get sear it in a pan and then finish it in the oven. So it's about fifty in the middle, so it's nice and pink, but it's just a better way of getting it nice and crispy. Nice, that's cool. That, it's though, that is the next level thing. tip. Malar's, it's a challenge to get it crispy. Mm-hmm. You want you need like some real heat as well, barbecue, that kind of yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. wood oven. Yeah. yeah. Beauty. What sort of uh, typical things you serve in with them? Uh, get, that depends on the time of year. Uh, at the butter. moment, obviously, not much game. Yeah, butter, 250 each. Yeah. <laughs> a few flowers. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it depends time of year. Stuff like 
you know, pigeon and that. If, if if you're talking towards the end of summer, like when your damsons come in, I love it with that damson yeah. blackberry. It just goes really well with classic, sweet and slightly sour. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Some acid, if it, especially as a fatty one, blackberries and anything like that is great. Cut, yeah. Cutting through it. Um, all, all your root vegetables. Um, you wouldn't serve springs stuff with them generally because they're not really about yeah. in spring and you need something with a bit more depth and not as delicate really yeah. um i love all I those love autumn all, fruits i love all like the pearl barley type stuff mm. with those sorts of things it just it goes so well because of the the feeling of the nature of it all and you know yeah. I mean? rather than just having potatoes something like that like pearl barley different textures and different like, yeah or spout spouts beautiful yeah. as well slightly different yeah. textures to barley and little, little rich brothy with loads of parmesan in or something oh, with oh, some pigeon mate. beautiful Hell. We don't yeah. do, we don't do enough. We should do more cooking on this actual pod, you know. <laughs> We've never really done that, have we? No, we should do one where we just cook something together. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Uh, what else we've got? We've got oh, definitely wanted to bring this up. I thought this is an unbelievable um, sort of well gift. I guess you had a you had a chef's table up here where we were yeah. recording this podcast, and the I guess the table that turned up brought you a present, which they is did. lovely. I mean, but what was funny it doesn't is happen often, I imagine. But uh, no, so anyone who's coming up here, that I'm more than happy for that to often <laughs> more happen more often. Yeah. Um, yeah, they they're regulars. They've not been for about a year or so. Used to come a lot. They've never been up here, mm-hmm. and um, it was the guy's fiftieth birthday. And they'd come in the day, they'd drop some balloon off and then um, some, there was a couple of gifts in boxes. So I had a little snoop. <laughs> Fair play. <laughs> um, and then they'd come in and they were like, they had, they had a big box and I had six glasses in and then a cup in another one. And they were like, oh, this is for you. And I started laughing. Like, what are you laughing? I was like, I've already snooped. I know what it is. <laughs> I said, because I thought it was for you. <laughs> and I was being nosy. So yeah, if you do bring presents for other people, wrap them up, because I'll be looking. <laughs> I'll be absolutely <laughs> checking them out. But yeah, so the mug for me was the Top Gun branding, but Top Gun. That is, that is, it's bold, isn't yeah. it? That is a bold present. Uh, that is amazing. It is, and we don't have that relationship as such, um, but... <laughs> She has messaged me a couple of times when she's seen my responses on TripAdvisor. And there there was one I forgot about she made reference to when I put see you next Tuesday in the TripAdvisor response. (laughs) And she just loved it. So that's why she... Fair play. And then all the glasses were like a nickname and cunt. So these were all friends for 20 odd years. That's great. And that's what they all... There was ginger cunt and then there was uh, something else cunt and skinny cunt. And and there was some of them were drinking the wine out of them. And I said to Jack, so Jack, um, not old Jack, who used to be our manager. Jack, he's going to be running upstairs. He's come from Michael Wignall's. He was Mm. seen as sous chef there. So he's going to be running up here. It was his first night. Wow, that was his first night. It was cunt night. Cunt gate. Yeah. (laughs) Opening all his cunt cups. And this is the vibe we got up here, mate. It's just, and then the, uh, the the word was flying around a lot as well. And I said to him, I said, yeah, there's not many restaurants you could get away with that. <laughs> yeah. I said, to be honest, that's not the vibe downstairs. No, no, no. But no. up here, it's, you know, yeah, it's anything of, goes within reason. Yeah, I, I said, I'd never drop the C-bomb on random guests. But yeah, sure. if it's there, we, yeah, we're going for it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, ex- it's like a bit of exclusivity and it's... Exactly, it's there, yeah. There, if they're leading that way, then you can... And I said, I want this room to be about that. We'll adapt our service for those guests and if mm. they want to be you know you know, I'm more than happy to get a down and Larry like <laughs> always great. and you know if they want a more conservative tonight leave them to it that's fine but the funny thing what, they were 
they were chatting and she said, oh, you could use this for anyone you want to give stick to. I said, no, to be honest, I think this is, I think that's a positive mug. In the same way in Australia, like you can be a good cunt. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, so true. Which is a positive. Oh, he's yeah. a good cunt. Absolutely. I'm not going to try the accent. <laughs> no, I guess it's like um, with like bollocks in this country mm. yeah, that's a load of bollocks is well that's a load of shit but if that's the dog's bollocks it's, it's amazing. fucking amazing yeah. which makes no sense really yeah. but or it can be shit or it can be the shit, the shit. Yeah, exactly <laughs> it's so weird we, we are weird uh, that is great top draw to, and shout out to the table of cunts that got to, uh, Paula top cunt mug okay I've got a bit more correspondence in regard to preempting correspondence to your top five cereals People oh, really? Are already, like, this better be number one. Oh. So I think this is a point with which we should now turn on to. My number one five. was clear straight away. Oh, was it? it was you, so you clear. did it in that order? Well, I just knew it, and then I kind of worked the rest out, which the rest would be interchangeable, okay. I suppose. Okay, cool. Well, I think we should do it now. Let's do top, uh, Paul's top five cereals. Okay. Very excited. Um, we Yeah, we talked about cereal quite a bit on the pods during lockdown, didn't we? I don't know why, but we... You did, and I rarely eat cereal now, just yeah. mainly because I just don't have breakfast yeah, i have yeah, coffee sure. or yeah. this morning greek yogurt and blueberries or something like that mm-hmm. um something light yeah. but i do love it yeah and i, I rarely do. have it and it's a treat it's a treat yeah but i love cereal i don't like eating it in front of people i'm a mess <laughs> honestly i'm like a tramp on chips it's fucking horrible nobody wants to see me eat cereal because <laughs> it's a race that milk has to stay cold yeah. and it has to stay crunchy i know what you mean it feels like a shameful act yeah well. i and also i i feel this i don't want people to see how much i have yeah i would have a salad bar. <laughs> yeah. like you know those country crisp boxes that's one yeah. bowl like when people yeah. like oh, yeah. 30 grams is 100 <laughs> fuck off i'm having it all yeah. i'm literally gonna have a whole fucking box i may as well pour it's, milk in this it's ridiculous it is it's a race i'm breathing through my mouth while i'm eating it because that that last that last bit better be crunchy still yeah. milk yeah. in your beard yeah is it just like yeah everywhere okay. everywhere honestly it's horrific <laughs> But beautiful experience at the same time. Yeah, I used to I used to have a guy, and there might be some people out there that are a bit perverted like this that like their cereal soggy. Mm, yeah, that, that like. Well, I, I'll you have with some. I think you mentioned before. There are some I don't mind it. But there was there was a guy Gary he works in Scotland now. Gary Townsend. He used to work for me at Tud, and we used to do this pre dessert um, when I first started at Tud. I mean, we used to make boil up milk. Hmm. cornflakes in oh, let it steep honestly. pass it off set it with some like some gelatin then make it into a mousse like ice cold mousse then caramelized cornflakes on top it was just a Mate, quirky I... little pre-dessert but he would boil up the milk with a cornflake and then he'd be eating that i would, oh. I would. that's what that's where i'm at with that i, I would can't. be all over that if you you could put that in cartons i'd buy it off the shelf really I fucking like the, it, yeah. the slop yeah Oh, yeah. And what about it? But sat there and it's not ice cold. Oh, does it need to be ice cold? I like it. It needs to be cold. He he likes it coming up to room temperature. (laughs) Like, that's fucking yogurt, mate. That's weird. (laughs) That's weird. That's weird. It needs to be cold. Yeah, it's got to be cold. And are you going always like, or do you not care whether it's whole milk, semi skim milk? Semi, whole milk's a bit, bit. A bit claggy on the palate for me. Uh, I think because I'm just so used to semi. We used to have whole growing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I'm so used to semi, it'd be weird going back. Sure, fair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So there's nothing crazy in this list either. Hey, it's got to be true to you. Exactly. And my my kids have all these fucking 
crazy cereals and they love their specific ones but yeah. when i was a kid i used to love all these sweet ones but not not so much now so that is a big part of it though isn't it is cereal is a nostalgic thing mm. like and that feeling of the bowl and the sat on the sofa watching tv like there is something about that there is. it's really comforting my favorites as a kid as a, give a special mention but wouldn't make this list now were frosties and ricicles ricicles yeah i you, don't think i've ever had they, that. they they were only available for a bit they were rice krispies that were sweetened yeah so a bit like frosties to cornflakes yeah. That. yeah i used to love them yeah. but and then they started putting marshmallows in them and that was weird it was wow like, that is weird going rogue it was purest here no 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 going rogue wow. so okay let's do it let's my do it. number five go on weetabix but it has to Great. be medium rare <laughs> and what do you mean so like you pour the cup? milk on it's got to be crunchy in the middle Oh, so I, okay. when it turns to slop, I don't want to know. No, 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 sure. So that means that means not putting too much milk in the first place, then. Yeah, you can't drown them. No, no, no. You've got to like almost one at a time. Then I'll have another. Yeah, yeah. So sure. like, you can't have two while the other. So you kind of you got to hear a little bit of crunch when yep. you go through it. The, Agreed. It's a medium rare. Agreed. Yeah, medium. <laughs> that's perfect. Perfect. <laughs> but sh- surely it's not just Weebix by itself. There's got to be other things with this. Just, just Weebix and milk. Really? Yeah. No. When I was like, a kid, I used to cover it in brown demerara sugar, like, oh, yeah, like a yeah, topping, yeah. like a crust. Wow. See but that? no, I, I can't have sugar on it. And I, I don't like anything confusing it, any fruit or any sweetness, anything extra. Interesting. See, that's one of the, probably one of, if not the only cereal where it feels like a base yeah. for something. I mean, I, I, with Weetabix, I probably could have a bit of banana or, or something, but I wouldn't choose it. Wow. Fascinating. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. number five, that's a solid choice. And it's... You can't go wrong. I'd be a bit disturbed if someone was like, oh, I hate Weetabix. Yeah. What? It's solid. It's, solid. it's just solid. It's there. Solid. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, cool. Number four, Cocoa Pops. Fucking Great. love Cocoa Pops. Yeah, Nostalgic yeah. and just so fucking tasty. So tasty. And that milk at the end, yeah. 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 And see, that's a bit where I want a bit of half and half. I like the... So I, I wouldn't drown them in milk but because mm. I want the crunchiness and stuff. But then a few soggy ones with the diluted, thick, chocolatey milk. Oh, I'm, I'm still happy. racing. Really? I'm still racing. racing. Yeah, yeah, it's horrific. <laughs> <laughs> do you do the... Oh, I've just... When you, you, so you pour all the milk in and obviously they all start floating. Do you push them in? No. I've seen so many people do that. No, no, no. I'm, you, I'm bringing the milk I through it so it? it's like fresh with it. Was it... It's either, I can't actually recall, but it's either my dad or my granddad when I was a kid or saying, because with Rice Krispies and Cocoa Pops, you'd pour the milk and obviously the whole thing would rise. Yeah. And they would, with the spoon, go round and no. be pressing so that they all got, and that, but, but that made the milk chocolatier because they yeah. were all getting in. No, I need it like, I'm going, I'm bringing fresh milk with fresh, it's almost like I've got a spoon of each. <laughs> that's, that's what so I need really, to start doing. You just need a mug of milk yeah. and rice and <laughs> yeah. cocoa and do that. Yeah. That's what you need. <laughs> Um, and then I was unsure about these two being either way. These are interchangeable. Rice Krispies are next. Just Fine. nothing else on them. No okay. sugar, no nothing. Yeah. I could, yeah, depending on the day, Cocoa Pops might be ahead of that. Interesting. I, I can't think of the last time I had Rice Krispies. Yeah. But I mean, they are solid. They probably wouldn't be in my top five because I've got Cocoa Pops in there and it's like yeah. just a better version to me. Yeah. But I can see why you've got them. Yeah. It's, it's satisfying. Yeah. They, if you want a bit of a play in a Jane type thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cool, um, okay. Number, number, two. T- number two, cornflakes just as they are. Like, yeah, yeah. But ice cold milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ice, ice cold. cold. Yeah. And honestly, I'm not even moving to the kitchen table or the, the living room table because that's you <laughs> know do, three or are, four seconds of yeah. sogginess. I'm eating it at the bench. 
<laughs> in the kitchen. They are a bit of a the rich... The milk's not even back in the they fridge. Are, they are like the rich tea of dunking in that it doesn't take long for no, them they, to they, go, yeah, to, yeah, go exactly. to the soggy side. Yeah. <laughs> Little and often is the key. Just hammer them in, yeah. See, that's my perverse one, is that I would enjoy the end of a box has got all of the dust. Dust. Do you like the dust? That I, weirds people this out. Is, I'm being vulnerable here. This yeah. is a safe space. <laughs> this is a safe space. I have been known in the past when we've got down to the bottom to to sort of get to get the bag out and then yeah. crunch them together no. in the bag you to make, make it the even, dust to make it even dustier. <laughs> wow. Then pull that in and then and then not as much milk, but then letting that bottom bit that soggy and that's that sort of the sort of like desserty. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know. It's just something about it. And it's uh, only cornflakes I do that with, but uh, I bloody love it. Yeah, that, it's fair funny. enough. It's no. weird, but I'm no, being honest. No, thank you for being open up and being vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> but I assume you wouldn't, so you would never put sugar on it, sugar on cornflakes? No, 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 not at all. And frosties Which, is not part of this list, as you said. So. No, I could just couldn't eat them now. No, no, it's no, too much. Too sweet. It is too much. Yeah. But... This might contradict uh, that a bit in my next choice. And I'm choice. really happy because I think I know what you're going to say now. This, this... might contradict it, yeah. but it's different. Yeah. So crunching at cornflakes yeah. are the fucking number one. The, yeah. One of the best things about them is they do stay crunchier for longer because they're caramelised they or do. whatever they are. Yeah, and you've got the nuttiness. It's just more interesting. Nut, that honey flavour, they're fucking great. They are amazing. And then the milk tastes great at the end. Yeah. But they're not too sweet like a Frosties where... It's just covered in just sugar. Yeah. It's got flavour. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. Solid cereal. Mate, that is, I'm so happy. That's a mo- So I was about to read a message that we got from, let me quickly get it here. Um, it was from Frank. And Frank just said, this was sent five days before we've recorded this. So it's clearly on his mind. He just sent it saying, very important to acknowledge, if Paul doesn't pick Crunchy Nut as his number one cereal, he is wrong. <laughs> So he's already pre- so well, Frank. You're spot on. Like. Yeah, I mean, my stubbornness now, being told what to do, I want to change it. <laughs> fair. But no, fair play, Frank. Yeah, that's that's it's just solid. It's a top draw cereal. It is for the, for those that there's quite a few people that don't like nuts in general. Mm. And like my favorite chocolate bar is a Snickers. Yeah, and they cannot get their heads around that I would ever choose a Snickers <laughs> bar as my number one. Do you reckon it's the same with cereal? If they're not into nuts, crunchy nut is well, off I, the table. I just don't see it as nutty. Like nah. Snickers is very nutty. Yeah, sure. but I, I, it's more about the cornflakes. There's a little bit of nut in there. It's yeah. quite, quite subtle. I yeah. think. So. But it is there. And it I think is that's there. Why it's more interesting than a lot of cereals. Yeah. It's I don't quite like unique. it when you get. You know, your Alpens and stuff, and you've got loads, loads of nuts. Too much nuts. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like, crunchy nut, I think they got the ratio right. Yeah. yeah. Mate, I think that's a solid, solid number one. Yeah. Really good. Like right. I said, straight away, I was like, oh, that's number one. I need to work the rest out. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. Just, it's done. Fair. Very yeah. good. Very good. A lot of Kellogg's in there. Kellogg's done one out of you. Yes, they have. Uh, yeah, I've never been one for Nestle cereals, to be honest. And then, what are Weetabix? What are they? They're not Kellogg's. They're something oh, else. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah. But even like love chocolate as a kid, but when I started doing those little ones with chocolate in, it's nah. weird. No, just just wheat bix, medium rare. Yeah, yeah. we uh, medium rare is a term we need to use more for <laughs> wheat bix. Like they should ask that in hotels. <laughs> wheat bix, would you like that cooked? <laughs> yeah, not. Don't say when. Yeah. Just Would you like it medium rare? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's perfect. Um, next week, top five. So you for you, your favourite hangover foods. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that is good. Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. So you can put so much thought into that. Oh, this is bad. Like, these are foods that make you salivate. And I go quite, I'm not going to tell you mine, well, I'll speak about it next week well, no, with, with you, but I, I go quite 
Yeah, you have told me a few of yours, and they are quite abstract. Yes. So yeah, but you can see the sense behind it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. No, I'm I'm dead. I'm dead into that. And as you know, I'll put way too much thought into it. So good. That is ideal. No, you've got to take this shit seriously. (laughs) Uh, Right. I think that's pretty much it. Thanks so much for all your comments questions etc please send them to us we love them we do need more reviews though we need to get the reviews up so and a few people messaged us saying how do we do it so on apple Podcasts, that's really the main one if you scroll down to the bottom of the nightcap page Mm. where the episodes are yeah it's only like a a short scroll yeah there's just a little prompt and you whack in a load of stars and then you can put Mm. a little comment in there and if you put a question in there we'll 100% read it out exactly it's a good place for questions yeah yeah Yeah. ideal unless you give us a one yeah Uh, yeah, fuck off (laughs) you're getting it for free or anything less than five yeah (laughs) yeah honestly I used to do an old podcast we had like 500 reviews 499 five stars and one four star and it was my mate because he he just thought it was hilarious four star I was like fucking dickhead like you're getting this for free like god's sake I miss that podcast actually I used to listen to them all I loved it yeah do miss yeah wherever you are hope you're listening thanks for joining us and we will see you next week see you later Thanks so much for downloading the Nightcap podcast. We appreciate the support and we'd love to know that you are enjoying the pod. And now you can become a proud member of the Nightcap podcast tribe. Along with our weekly catch-ups and up-and-coming series with more amazing guests, we've created some bespoke Nightcap podcast clothing, which you can get online now. We've teamed up with our friends at T-Mill to create t-shirts and hoodies in various sizes, colours and fits for both men and women. Yeah, we chose T-Mill for several reasons. They make these clothes with 100% natural materials using organic materials that are better for the environment. They use the sun and wind to power the production of these products, plus they they will send you your order in packaging made from plants, not plastics. And the best thing is they look great and they feel great. You can just tell their quality so there's no knockoff merch here. Yeah, it's as simple as this. Go to thenightcap.tmill.com. That's thenightcap.tmill.com to order your Nightcap podcast merch now.